and maybe getting rejected once again. You can anticipate him requiring you to forgive somebody you've never forgiven. Somehow in your mind, you just can't forgive him. You can defend yourself and defend yourself. You know what? To reach your potential, you're going to have to take the risk of forgiving. You're going to have to take the risk of, listen, becoming something you've never been. At this point in your life, you look in the mirror or whatever it might be, and, and you think, well, I'm not what I want to be. I'm not accomplish what I want to accomplish. Then, then take the risk. Are you willing for God to change something deep down inside of you? Something that needs to be changed. Listen, instead of fear, he wants you to have a joy and a confidence and a, and a happiness in your life. Are you willing to give up some of this other stuff in your life as you think through your life and think, well, what about this and what about that? And what, what, what does God want to change in my life? Are you willing to take the risk and let him change it? Do you ask God for direction so you can consider whether you want to do it or not? Or do you ask him for direction for your life because you're committed to being obedient to him? What can you anticipate? You can anticipate all of these things. You can anticipate him, listen, calling you to trust him for something you've never been able to trust him for. And what is the end result? Blessing on top of blessing on top of blessing. If you're going to live a Christian life, you're going to have to take a risk. So somebody says, well, but suppose I don't. Suppose I'm one of those persons and, you know, I read the scripture and I understand what it says, but I'm not willing to take any risk. I'm not willing to take the kind of risk that you're talking about. You say, well, what can I anticipate? That is, what's the end result of that? So let me talk about that a moment. Number one, you'll never become the person God wants you to be. You'll never be able to achieve the things in life that God has equipped you to achieve. That won't be a part of your life. You'll never discover who this God is that you say you serve. If you're not willing to take any risk, you'll never discover who is like, like Peter did, for example. What happens is you limit your usefulness for God. If you're not willing to take a risk, then God can only use you to a very, very small degree. You're not willing to do that. You are willing to live a life of rationalized disobedience. You rationalize it away. Well, I know that uh, God, God may want some people to do so-and-so, but not me. I'm, you know, I'm an exception. That's, that's, and what you do, you rationalize disobedience. And when you look at Peter, you think, well, certainly Peter did not do that. Why? Because he didn't let his life be governed by that. When you refuse to take risk, here's what happens. You're governed by fear. Fear of failure, fear of criticism. You don't want to live that kind of life. That's not the kind of life you want to live. If you're not willing to take risk, you're going to suffer loss of reward here, reward in heaven, loss of blessing here. And we could go on and on and on of what it's going to cost you in this life, not just in the life to come, but in this life. What does it cost you? If you can't forgive, if you're not willing to risk loving somebody, not, not willing to risk trusting God, not willing to risk stepping out where you've never stepped before, you say, but I, and here's what happens. You think about yourself in light of your strengths and your gifts and your talents and your abilities. And you know what you do sometimes? You just extract God from the whole equation. He's not asking you to do that. He's saying, trust me for who I am. Take the risk of trusting me. I love you unconditionally. I want the best for you. Trust me. You want to give all that up? 
out of fear? I certainly hope not. And you see, if you've never trusted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, what you've said is, maybe you didn't realize you were saying it, I'm not interested in the potential that God has for me. I'm not interested in the potential of becoming the person God wants me to become. And what you're also saying is, deep down inside, I'm afraid of what will happen if I surrender my life to a holy God. I'm afraid of what he may take out of my life, only the things that shouldn't be there. I'm afraid of what he may call me to do, what's absolutely best. And you see, if you'll think about it, it is foolish. It is foolish. It is foolhardy to live your life taking risk after risk after risk after risk that you take with the world, having extracted God out of your life. He said, I believe in God. Believe in God, but well, I, I'm not into this Jesus bit. Well, you know what? Then you're not into God. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. You want to reach your potential in life? Got to take a risk. You want to take the risk? Then you open the door for the very best that God can provide for you. You're not willing to take the risk? You shut down your potential, the rewards and the blessings that God has in store for you. And if you're wise, you'll take the risk no matter what. Thanks for joining us today for In Touch, the teaching ministry of Dr. Charles Stanley. The safest place to be is in the center of God's will. What the Lord commands you to do may not be easy, but following Him faithfully brings peace. The peace of God is far different from the peace of good circumstances. Find out more about resting in the Lord at intouch.org. And to review what you heard today, click on Today on Radio on our homepage. Open our online bookstore if you'd like to order a copy of today's complete message, Taking Risks. It's also included in Dr. Stanley's teaching set, How to Reach Your Full Potential. Again, that's intouch.org or call 1-800-IN-TOUCH. You can write to us at In Touch, Post Office Box 7900, Atlanta, Georgia, 30357. Do you feel like God has called you to take a risk, but you're afraid? You'll find encouragement just ahead in today's Moment with Charles Stanley. In Touch Plus is streaming on Local Now, featuring all the best of Dr. Charles Stanley. We're to have strong convictions based on the Word of God. He's working out things that you and I would never know about in our future. In Touch Plus, your streaming network for quality Christian programming 24-7. Now watch this. In Touch Plus, streaming free on Local Now. Trusting God each day can be a challenge, but working to grow that trust brings greater joy and peace than we could ever find on our own. In Trusting God with Today, the 365-day devotional from the teachings of Dr. Charles Stanley, we are encouraged to believe in God's love and rest in His purpose for us. Available now at intouch.org slash today. You're listening to In Touch. 
It's not always easy to obey God. Trusting Him to manage the consequences is essential. Hear a prayer for boldness in A Moment with Charles Stanley. And Father, how grateful we are that to take a risk with you is the safest, soundest, most assured thing we can possibly do. And I pray that you'll speak to many people today who've given all kinds of excuses to themselves and to others but just remaining in their comfort zone. And the truth is they're not really comfortable there. It looks like it's safe, but in the seat of disobedience, there is never safety. And so I pray the Holy Spirit open their eyes, open their mind, get them to thinking what is the truth, and be willing to take the risk of trusting Jesus Christ for all eternity. In Jesus' name, amen. Stop by InTouch.org to learn more about the believer's life of faith. And if the gospel has changed your life, and if this program has been part of your story, please let us know. Tomorrow on InTouch, do you wonder if it's realistic to expect that you can remain strong no matter what's happening around you? I hope you'll join us Thursday to learn how to develop strength for all times on InTouch, the teaching ministry of Dr. Charles Stanley. This program is a presentation of In Touch Ministries, Atlanta, Georgia, and remains on this station through the grace of God and your faithful prayers and gifts. Welcome to Breakpoint, a daily look at an ever-changing culture through the lens of unchanging truth. For the Colson Center, I'm John Stone Street. Two significant academic scandals from the past year underscore just why this new book, Critical Dilemma, written by Drs. Neil Shinvey and Pat Sawyer, is just so timely and important. In my view, this book offers the definitive critique of critical theory from a Christian worldview. You can receive a copy for a gift to the Colson Center this month. Eric Stewart, a professor in the highly rated criminology department at Florida State University, is the principal author of a paper that concluded that as black and Latino populations increase, so do the public's demand for more discriminatory sentencing. After the paper was published, however, his co-author, Justin Pickett, a professor at the University of Albany, noticed some problems with the data. Quote, Pickett found that their sample size somehow had increased from 500 to over 1,000 respondents. The counties polled had decreased from 300 26 to 91, and the data was altered to the point of mathematical impossibility." End quote. When Pickett approached Stewart with concerns, Stewart replied with evasive answers and would not share the complete data set. In Pickett's analysis of the data from the first set of 500, the results simply did not support the conclusion that an increasing black or Latino population is linked to more severe sentencing. If anything, the initial results pointed to the opposite conclusion. Also, in the original survey, he found that unanswered questions that were left blank had been filled in with imputed values, presumably by Stewart. Both the journal that originally published the paper and Florida State University were reluctant to retract the paper or to take action against Stewart. However, the university's hand was forced by the discovery of five other papers authored by Stewart that were also based on falsified data. Once that came to light, Stewart abruptly left his $190,000 position at the university. 
The more recent scandal involves Ibram X. Kendi's Center for Anti-Racist Research at Boston University. Kendi's the author of How to Be an Anti-Racist, a book that shot to the top of the New York Times bestseller list and stayed there for nearly a year. Boston University launched a center dedicated to Kendi's ideas and hired him to head it. By the end of 2021, the center had collected over $45 million in funding. And yet, despite all of that money, the center recently laid off about half its staff due to significant budgetary problems. A few initiatives had been launched, but the center produced minimal research. And staffers accused the center of a dysfunctional work environment and mismanagement. Clearly, Kendi wasn't properly vetted by either the university or by the donors. Now, each of these incidents underscores both the pervasive influence of critical theory on academic culture and its flaws as a theory. Like all ideas, critical theory and its offshoots, critical race theory, intersectionality, queer theory, and others, have consequences. And like all bad ideas, it has victims. For the sake of truth and out of love for our neighbors, Christians have to be prepared to push back against bad ideas like these. This requires that we understand the ideas and we're able to respond to them with competence and with grace for the people who hold them. And that's why the book Critical Dilemma, The Rise of Critical Theories and Social Justice Ideology, is the critical resource we need right now. In it, the authors, Neil Shinby and Pat Sawyer, take seriously the worldview that's behind the various versions of critical theory. They identify each version's central ideas and define key terms. They also trace the history of these ideas, but most importantly, they offer a thorough response from a Christian worldview. As our way of saying thank you for a gift to the Colson Center this month, you can receive a copy of Critical Dilemma by Drs. Neil Shinby and Pat Sawyer. To request a copy, go to colsoncenter.org October. For the Colson Center, I'm John Stone Street with Breakpoint. Today's Breakpoint was co-authored by Dr. Glenn Sunshine. And for more resources to live like a Christian in this cultural moment, go to breakpoint.org.